This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. All right, my talkers, happy Monday day before Halloween. We are hanging out with Lori and Julia. Usually this is the big weekend this past weekend to go to some Halloween parties. Did either of you two make it out to a Halloween party this weekend? Did you have any fun? How was it? Uh, well, I was the I was an MC at the Widower's uh, oh, yes. Guide to Grief and Gratitude at Cabaret. Julia, you would have loved the singing. Oh, a I know I would have. Of Barbara Streisand and Judy Garland singing from that their TV thing. I yeah. mean, Joseph's got a beautiful voice. It was, it was really fun. I wasn't as nervous because I was dressed as grunge Barbie. Oh, I know. And, and you- Barbie can do anything. <laughs> there you go. Barbie Perfect. can literally do anything. And what is amazing is that everything that grunge Barbie wore, other than my Nirvana t-shirt I found at TJ Maxx, I already owned. That's the best Wonderful. kind of glittery, passing. sparkly combat boots. Check. <laughs> you know, just uh, check, check everything that was on my list. I was like, I have all of this. So anyway, yeah, it was, it was, it was lovely. And then my other weekend claim to fame was that I spent two and a half hours making the Dolly Parton banana pudding cake mix because. Because you I told you on Friday I would. You, but you wouldn't let me keep the mix. No. <laughs> too much time had gone by yes. since I made it. And then you've had it longer. I probably. No, you had yeah. somebody really 100%. nice mailed it to us from like Hastings or Even I Even further south. Further. Albert Lee, I want to think. And so Lori's like, you've got to make that thing. Yeah. And it had been like four months or something. I'm like, <laughs> you goes, bring it in. And you've had it, I think, for a year. No, it hasn't been that okay. long. But... I go to lunch yesterday with my shopping list, and I'm like, holy crap, for a cake, I told all you. you get is the banana cake. That's it. And then you get the recipe of what to do. Yes. And I made a mistake right away. It said, do two round eight-inch pans. Well, I just did a long I saw that. 13 by whatever, and then Nine just cut it in half. And then Casey accidentally turned off the oven in the middle of baking it. So maybe the cake got a little overdone, <laughs> but I whipped up some pudding, it's so funny, Lord. sliced bananas, found my mixer. I had to use my mixer. I was like, wow, Casey, I really feel like I'm baking. I'm mixing banana pudding, and then I had to make whipping cream and buttercream frosting, because that's what you frost the mm-hmm. whole thing with. And I get that, you know, finally, you know, get it all done, and ta-da, and, I'm, and Casey goes... Yeah, I don't even really like banana that much. Best I'm like, line. Best line. Best <laughs> line. I'm like, what? 
not? You're the sweet eater. I mean, the day before I had baked him four almond croissants from Trader Joe's. I baked him. I Okay, everyone's been to Trader Joe's. They have them in a little special section. Put them out on a sheet. you got to put them out for nine okay. hours. Okay, put so them yeah. out the night before on a sheet and put That's them in the right. oven so at 325 for 10, 15 minutes. Well, let me tell you, he ate four of them in 24 hours. So when he likes something... Oh, likes my something. mic's on. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that was my claim to fame was that I did a nice... That's hysterical. Baking life. thing, and I hope people but see, people seem to be eating it here. Of course, you criticized the cake the first time. I did thing. not. Oh, yeah, you did. I just said yeah, I like... Oh, no. Lori, no. I said I like the frosting, oh, and I like see, the, see, the pudding. See? And then, that's why I said, and you said, I know something happened with the cake, nope. and it's overdone. No, nope. That's exactly you, what you said. You, you said it first. You pointed out you got a I baking... Didn't. You've got a baking taste bud. Well, uh, you knew right away. I was just like, oh, Julia. And I told Casey, I said, Julia's going to know that the oven temperature went awry <laughs> because the cake. Anyone would know who bakes. <laughs> well, no, other people had it. And because there was so much pudding and frosting on this thing, it did moisturize. You're so funny that you need to get, I mean, this is like she cooked for 50 people. Oh, you are, you're hysterical. Well, but I will say, um, thank you for doing that. That's, that's off. That's off is. the list. It just, it's very good. I mean, if the cake wouldn't have been overcooked, it would be delicious. It would and be it would perfect. be so great with a scoop of vanilla ice cream. I would die yeah. to have that all together. It was very good. Very, very, very good. And then Grant doesn't like banana. Yeah. Um, he's not a banana not guy. Not my flavor. You either love and it my or... my husband doesn't really think oh. yellow is sexy, and I learned this. We played this game. <laughs> the kids came over yesterday with their girlfriends. Yeah. And we played this new game that um, one of my sons bought me. They both bought me games for my birthday. Oh, nice. Called Wavelength. All right. And it's this new game where you're supposed to read each other's mind. Oh, boy. And you get like... Um, it has a wheel, and you try to guide the other, your teammates, where your answer is on the wheel from really good to really bad, okay. or really cheap to really expensive, or a bad habit to a good habit, and then you have to tell them a habit, and then they have to guess in the circle where the range is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard. It's was it super fun? hard. Yeah, but okay. it was hard. It was hard for me. And then the kids are like, Mom, you talk for a living. Why can't you do that? <laughs> and but Jeff had... Um, sexiest color to least sexiest color Mm -hmm. and he said yellow and so when he was giving it to my boys and and because he thinks it's not a sexy color at all and it's more of a homey color yeah it's like cozy color but he but he doesn't really like it and so good thing you don't i've never known you to wear yellow yellow, but it was just kind (laughs) of funny so he wanted people to go really far this way and the kids were more in the middle it was very it's a fun game though i will say and i was reading the reviews about it it's fun it's different you have to be creative and manage your answer where your answer is on the scale it's it's really kind of fun but it's kind of hard well i got people play with i got a game for you from your mom a okay. game called Buzzfeed or Buzz Kill. Buzzkill. Wait a minute, you got a game from my she, mom. She said, "Give oh, this game to it? do." It's in my car. Hmm. She said, "Here's a game for you," and I said, "Is it for me or for Julie?" No, for Julie. And I said, "Did Julia give it to you? Maybe." <laughs> I've got a. <laughs> I was just for a game because you, you gave my mom a puzzle, and the edges on this puzzle were. 
um, it's it was very very difficult with really small print of bird names. The Latin all, bird name. All the way around. And yeah. my mom, I had to help her a little. I went twice to help her with this puzzle. And I'm kind of a puzzle starter because I are. can just see where the pieces go. I just can do that. And so. It's one of your superpowers. It is a superpower mm-hmm. for me. So she was just going crazy. And I said, well, let's bring a lamp over for starters because she's sitting there with the magnifying glass. Because my mom and I always love puzzles. Yeah. And then I'm like, I said, she goes, I said, just move away, mom. Let me just get your edges done. Because she couldn't read them. And I'm yeah. like, she asked me to look at it yesterday, and I just said, I don't That's do puzzles. That's not Yeah. I look I at them, and I get an immediate headache. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh, please. Don't you have something we can fill out? Oh, no. She just, <laughs> I think they're easy. I just see them, but it was very, she's so cute. I felt so lucky today being able to go drop by my mom's. and You are. I'm really lucky, yeah. and she's just in a sweet spot, and she, she looks so cute. Anyway, back to you, Grant. Well. What was your claim to fame? I, you know, honestly, I'm watching a lot of Friends episodes and watching football. Yeah. That's what I did, yeah. and I'm sure we'll get to that later. But I watched a lot of Friends this week. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, I was again two weekends in a row, nice and lazy. It's been pretty nice. Yeah, that's that's good. That's awesome. <laughs> it is. We were that's... we were going to go to a party. We decided not to because it was outdoors, like Julie Laurie was talking yeah. about. It's just too cold. We didn't want to do all the. Dr- you know, I had to paint Lily green if we were going to do it, and I was oh. like. Well, let's just hang out inside. <laughs> That's going to get messy in my new car. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> All right. We just painted each other green anyway. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm just We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, um, it's our story. We can't get enough. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. We have a question from one of our listeners. She was told she needs to split everything 50-50. Is this true? It's not that black and white. Our law says that there will be a fair and equitable distribution of the marital estate. Your marital estate talks about what you own and what you owe. Most cases, equitable usually means equal, but there can be facts in certain circumstances under which one party's awarded more assets or one party's awarded more debts. It's really a case-by-case basis, and that's why you really need to come in and talk to an attorney about what your particular case entails. So what does that mean for her house and her 401k? Again, it's really a case-by-case basis. And remember, dividing things equally, even if you're doing that, doesn't mean you're necessarily splitting every single asset. So there's lots of different ways to do it, depending on what people want, what their goals are, and how you can reach resolution. That's really good information. I bet a lot of other listeners want to know this. For your free one-hour divorce consultation, go to TrustlerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, if you were like the rest of the world when you found out that Matthew Perry from Friends had died, you probably, your stomach dropped. It was just, uh, no. I mean, weren't you shocked? Oh, I, couldn't, I couldn't even believe it. Yeah. Who sent me I think Grant sent us yeah. a note. And yeah. then Pookie the sent me a note. And yeah. I'm like... What? And then my 25-year-old niece sends me a picture I of Matthew Perry. I am sobbing because, you know, there's no generation that doesn't love, like him, love friends, him, love, love, Bing, love friends. Chandler. Chandler. Yep. Chandler Bing, not Chandler, Chandler Bing. Chandler Bing, okay. <laughs> that would be like... Uh, yeah, but, but anyway, yeah, it just was really, really surprising. And Samantha Harvey, this British singer, she... I had decided to cover the Rembrandts, I'll be there for you. And I just kind of like the slowed down version of it. Yeah. But um, here is the part for me, because I had just read his memoir, which came out in 2022. And it was um, it's like Friends, a year ago. Friends Lover and the Big Terrible Thing. And it's a long one. And mm-hmm. I listened to it and it's his voice. Mm-hmm. And he has been through so much drug and alcohol addiction, you know, 
He was taking 55 Vicodins a day at one point. He's been in rehab 15 times. No, more than that. That's the number. I thought 65 or 55 times he did rehab. He took 55 Vicodins a day, and he was in rehab 15 times. But I think it's higher, but that's in a summary story. And I was so hopeful for him, and I hated all the... The things that were coming out, narcotics found in his home and blah, blah, blah. He was sober when he died. Mm -hmm. And and he was playing pickleball for a couple hours, which he talks about in his memoir that he never thought he could play sports again because he was a big tennis player. Right. That his body couldn't handle it. And he fell in love with pickleball and um, just had this great outlook on life um, now and really believed in it. And Lisa Kudrow is the first one who sent out something like, you know, I think something happened with whatever medications he was on mixing with the hot tub or someone was defending him right away while people were just saying drug addict, drug I addict. Thought right away. I thought the poor guy had a heart attack mm-hmm. and he was in his hot tub and he had sent his assistant out to buy an iPhone. Yep. And yes. she was gone for two hours and she came back and he was unresponsive oh. in the hot tub. It's just, it's tragic. It's gut wrenching. And, um, the uh, cast of Friends apparently is going to. Um, they're they're putting out a joint statement. None of them have posted anything. I think on the Friends, um, yeah, the, website, the, the show they, creators, they've done, yeah, they've done something. But none of none of the no. cast members and um, CBS Sunday Morning had a wonderful tribute. GMA did something. Today showed. They all did CBS, it. Yeah. But this morning on Good Morning America, they opened up you know, their GMA vault because Matthew Perry, he seemed to really like doing all his stuff with ABC, mm-hmm. sat down with George Stephanopoulos last year for his oh, book, his Diane so Sawyer, yep. he sat down with. So uh, if we can play that audio, just looking back at the uh, uh, career of, of uh, Matthew. I'm Chandler. I make jokes when I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Matthew Perry's on-screen performances felt larger than life, but at the same time, he always made fans feel like he was a real friend. What do you say? Monica. <laughs> Will you marry me? Yes. <laughs> At 15, Perry left life as a junior tennis champ in Ontario, Canada behind, moving to Los Angeles to take up acting in the footsteps of his father, John. The two starring alongside each other in a 2004 episode of Scrubs that Matthew also directed. You know I love you, right? Yeah, I know you do. I love you too, Dad. As a young actor, he had roles on hit shows like Growing Pains, Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. 
This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I am so sorry this happened to you. Carol, don't worry, I'm going to be okay. And Beverly Hills 90210. Just make sure to spell my name right. Before his big break on Friends in 1994. Is your name Chandler? Uh, yes, yes it is. Chandler Bing. Do you know me or are you just really good at this game? It would turn out to be the role of a lifetime. One that he almost didn't take due to his commitment to a TV project at the time called LAX 2194 about baggage handlers at the Los Angeles airport set in the future. Enjoy Los Angeles. By the way, uh, Griffith Park has the best picnic areas. Matthew lit up the big screen as well in comedies like Fools Rush In alongside Salma Hayek. You are everything I never knew I always wanted. And 17 again. I thought I wanted a second chance at life, but now I know I just want a second chance with you. He returned to comedy again in 2011 in Mr. Sunshine. What the hell's happening to me? Show. You're becoming oh. an actual human being. Well, I don't like it. Well, the tough thing is, uh, I guess the best way to have nobody think of it as friends is if it just fails right away. <laughs> <laughs> then nobody will make it. any comparison. Right. Uh, no, I, you know, that is sort of a tough thing because I look like the character. And, and uh, the tough thing is if you're doing a comedy, you want to be funny. But in the end, it's Matthew's role in Friends that leaves the greatest mark. The cast reuniting on screen for a 2021 special reminiscing about the beloved comedy i don't i don't think they that any of us had any idea how emotional we would be when we right. walked onto the set mm -mm. to see it exactly the way it was that literally besides the cookie jar that lisa took home i knew it was going to be a really seriously emotional experience and it has been Mm, and one of the many people remembering Matthew was Maggie Wheeler, who played Chandler's girlfriend Janice on Friends. She wrote on Instagram, quote, the joy you brought to so many in your too short lifetime will live on. I feel so very blessed by every creative moment we shared, Robin. All right. Aww. Thank you so much. And then um, it's really tragic if you knew what he went through to try to get sober. It's so tragic. Yeah, yeah I think this was oh. a, a reporter for for the Hollywood Reporter who said, you know, it's that he begins his book with, hi, my name is Matthew. You may know me by another name. My friends call me Maddie and I should be dead. Yep. It's very odd to live in a world where if you died, it would shock people, but surprise no one. And it's a great line. Great and it's so line. true. I've been re-listening to the memoir well, today. His, his book has zoomed back mm -hmm. to to number two, just below Britney's. And I'm sure by the end of the day, it'll be number mm -hmm. one, at least on Amazon, um, because uh, people might not have read it last year when it came mm -hmm. out. And I know, I think it was George Stepanopoulos said he really had made peace with the fact that when he did die, it would be friends, 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 but he wanted to be remembered. Be remembered for making a difference. Who lived well, loved well. No, with his sobriety yeah. journey is mm -hmm. the thing that he he said is that uh, he 
he said, I know that'll be what I'm remembered for. And apparently he was setting up a foundation similar to the Betty Ford Foundation um, where it would be in his name and giving recovery treatment, covering it under his, mm-hmm. this, with the grants and stuff. Because he's like sold $40 million worth of real estate in the last two years and downsized to a smaller home in Pacific Palisades, which he just moved in like uh, mm-hmm. three weeks ago. That's where he died. It's just so incredibly it, it, sad because 54. It's so sad. He's just, yeah. And, and if just, you, ugh. and I, nah, it's really hard. And, and Chandler book, Bing. Is, his book is everything. And, you know, yeah. he really, what we learn in the, I mean, you learn, the book is great. And I wanted to hear his voice. Yeah. So that's why I just pulled it up because I bought it a year or two or whatever. Mm-hmm. And listening to his voice and, you know, he dedicates the end. I just, I hope Aaron was his kind of knight, knight in shining armor or knight S or whatever we'll call her. She was his assistant mm-hmm. and she was with him when he, you know, he blew out his coal and exploded and he was supposed to die. And, you know, he'd been everywhere to get sober and everything. And um, she was with him for the whole thing and she I hope she wasn't still his assistant and had to come back and find him because she was so lovely she quit smoking for him she did everything with him we got this we got this we got this and he was with the same agent all the time his entire time and wow isn't that something yeah we'll we'll come back we've got a little bit uh, more a couple audio things to play what he said was his favorite funniest line in Friends and then Charlie Puth having a, a viral moment at his concert in Melbourne Hey gang, it's Lori and Julia here for Minneapolis Anti-Aging and Skincare Clinic. And um, this is like a perfect time of the year to get a BBL treatment, which is a broadband laser light treatment that, you know, goes over your whole face. You're going to be out of the sun. You can't be in it right away. Mm-hmm. And you're going to, it goes through your dermis, the laser does, and it attacks fine lines. It attacks your sunspots. It attacks any skin discoloration. This is similar to like a celebrity peel doing the AFT and and pixel laser. Same type of uh, therapy with that light going down. Yes. Going down, stimulating the collagen. Stimulating things. And they also have um, a skin pen treatment that you and I have never done before Mm -hmm. that people absolutely love. We're talking about Minneapolis Anti-Aging and Skin Care Clinic affiliated with Minneapolis Plastic Surgery. There's a location in Maple Grove as well as in Golden Valley. For more information, go to mplsskin.com. That's what friends are for. We are honoring uh, Matthew Perry and reminiscing about him and his life. He made so many people laugh, but Lori, what made me just laugh is a woman was listening to your banana, Duncan Hines' banana pudding cake story. Yes. And she said... This reminds me of when Lori made Swedish meatballs. Oh, yes. Oh, boy. Not to be confused at all with Salad Gate Ah. for our longtime listeners, but that just made me laugh. So thanks for that. No, it's Susan. Was uh, Chan, who, I mean, could you guys say, did you have a favorite Friends character? Yeah, mine was Chandler. Chandler. I think my kids, too, because they all watched it later. Mm -hmm. When we watched it, 
I don't know that I had a favorite. I liked I them all. Uh, yeah, I don't know that I ever did because we watched it in real, in real time, time. As the show was as on. Waited as for Thursday I. nights. Yeah. yeah, as did I. Must yep. see TV. It was mad a, about ER you. Followed it. Yeah, Seinfeld. And- Seinfeld. Mad about you. ER. All part of the list. Yeah. I mean, it was. 2004, I remember my old college dorm. We all sat as a dorm together and watched the last episode, like 40 of us. Well, 52 million people watched the last episode. And yeah. it seemed like when the HBO had the reunion with the friends that all of them felt that um, Chandler was the funniest because he was the dry. Mm-hmm. He had to be sarcastic, but he also had to be sweet as he's also being the sarcastic one. So, but yeah. he needed the laugh because it yeah. was in front of a yeah. live audience and he was insecure. If he didn't get his laugh, yes. he'd have to do it. He again. would have, it, it made him feel so uncomfortable. He needed to hit the punchline yeah. and the creators let him have the very last line. Yeah. In the show because I knew yeah. he needed it and wanted and he it. He said that in the reunion that when other people would get the punchline, it made him jealous. In fact, that he yeah. he loved that. That's what he needed so much that he couldn't even. And he admitted to it, but he was so good at delivering that punchline. And we're going to hear a lot of them coming up here. Well, yeah. let's play this one that he, I guess in his book he describes that this scene and this particular uh, when it's it's him himself and Joey. Yeah. Uh, it was his favorite line in Friends. And if you know the show, it's referencing when Joey gives him an idea of where to go to get his pants cuffed. Tailored. Tailored, yeah. yes. And I have the follow-up to this clip, if we have time to play it, okay. that makes it even better. Hey, anybody know a good tailor? You need some clothes altered? No, no. I'm just looking for a man to draw on me with chalk. <laughs> Why don't you go see Frankie? My family's been going to him forever. He did my first suit when I was 15. No, wait, 16. No, excuse me, 15. All right, when was 1990? Okay, you have to stop the Q-tip when there's resistance. (laughs) Just, and not only the delivery of the line, but he takes his hand, puts it by the ear, and like pulls it away, like when there's resistance, and then puts it back in his pocket like it's a holster. Delivery, uh, action, the whole thing was perfect. Do so, you have the follow-up? Yes, so you want to hear All the right, follow-up? Let's just listen so to this yeah. follow-up is the next part of the scene, and it's after he sees the tailor. <laughs> Yo, Paisan. <laughs> Can I talk to you for a sec? Your tailor is a very bad man. Frankie, what are you talking about? Hey, what's going on? Joey's Taylor? Took advantage of me? What? No way. I've been going to the guy for 12 years. Oh, come on. He said he was going to do my inseam, then he ran his hand up my leg, and then there was definite... What? Cupping. do pants (laughs) first they go up one side they move it over then they go up the other side they move it back and then they do the rear (laughs) what ross will you tell him isn't that how taylor measures pants yes yes it is in prison (laughs) (laughs) 
And it goes on for a little bit longer. But they oh, were my so gosh. funny, the boys. Oh. You know, they really all, were. All it was six of them are so so great. Our and friend Mary was at the third to last taping. It really, of friends, I. Yeah. Wow. That would have been fun. Well, here, you know, and I think, like, my niece, she's like, I feel like this is the first person that I've lost that I, you know, she's 25, where she felt like she grew up with that person and they're too young to die. Like, you know, she Mm -hmm. was just like, wow. Right. How can he be gone? And um, Charlie Puth was in Melbourne last night. He's on his Around the World tour. And this is, it's obviously from, um, you know, a fan was there, but he just starts playing the intro to the Rembrandts, Rembrandts, I'll be there for you, which I will just say that one half of the Rembrandts, Phil Solom, Solom from Duluth, Duluth East yeah. uh, High School, but um, uh, he starts playing. So let's, we also posted this. Wow. Wow. That's what I posted, actually. Yeah. Everybody was posting, you know, like R.I.P. Chandler. That's all I posted was, I'll be there for you. Yeah, I mean, it. that everyone knows that, and you're right. I think it was like when the cast from the Squid Game was going around, and some of them were talking about BTS. Yes, I was going to say BTS. That's how they learned English. English is by watching, watching Friends. Friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Friends was just such, I, I, a couple weeks ago, it was just on, and I just wanted mindless nothing. And yes, I was in it, it's and, perfect. And I'm like, and oh, it's funny. It's, it's so, so it funny. Up. I mean, that is one cast that... There was never any, you know, gossip about because they just stuck together and mm-hmm. then they stuck together on their contract and went to Warner Brothers. Yep. And uh, I didn't realize until it must have been one of the, uh, you know, packages that the morning shows were having that Matthew Perry only had one season season nine of friends where he was sober everyone was aware of his things because you could tell if he weighed a lot he was drinking if he didn't weigh anything he was taking pills pills, okay drinking pills drinking pills and then grant pointed out earlier that that was the year that he was nominated for an emmy yeah was the year he was sober friends and and the thing with him with and he was good in west wings west wing i forgot Neil justin did this really great thing today where he talked about Five other things besides friends, if you want to watch Matthew Perry. And and he said these were some of them. The Ron Clark story. Oh, mm-hmm. he that was in 2006. That. He was never more vulnerable or likable, Neil said, from the start to be in the rust ring. No act actor is good at Aaron Sorkin's, da, 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 da. you know, he's so much dialogue. He loved him in that sunset one. Six, studio 60 on Sunset. He was great in too. Oh, that was Struggling a as a head writer. Um, the whole nine yards. Loved him in that. The with, ten yards was okay, but nine was. Oh. Mm-hmm. With Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. Yeah. Um, and it was the only feature film they say where he really scored. But I would argue Fools Rush In. Yeah. And he was on Go On, and that was in 2023. And it, he played a recently widowed radio host, and it deserved more time. He said, and he was working on a script that he sent to an A-list actress at the end of the memoir in 2022 when he finished it. And he was waiting for her to get back to him. And he, you know, he spent so much of his time after Friends really ended till 2021, you know, getting sober, getting working. You Mm -hmm. know, he was was on such a yo-yo with his sobriety. I didn't realize that his mom was married to Keith Morrison. She was. Is it Morrison? Yeah, Morrison from... NBC's Dateline. Dateline. Yes. Love that guy. And you know his voice, but his mom originally 
was 21 years old when she was pregnant with this guy who ended up being John Kerry, his dad. Mm -hmm. John Kerry left her when Matthew was nine months old and moved to L.A. to follow his acting career. They became friends later in life, Mm -hmm. but he would spend all of his time between Ontario and L.A., and he was a big tennis player. Yeah. And he I was, think his mom was she the She was a press sec she was a secretary, press secretary, maybe for press Tr- secretary. for a Trudeau and Trudeau's son and Matthew Perry went to school together. The one who's now Prime Minister mm-hmm. Justin. Yep. Yeah. They were classmates. Yep. In fact, his first appearance on nine oh two one oh, one and his only, he was a tennis player that was a really good tennis player, but had an issue with his father and Brandon had oh. to help him, you know, with this gun situation and whatnot. But his his main thing was he was this prof- this t- tennis player that was bound to be professional, and his family pushed him, and yeah. that was the whole premise of the episode. In yeah, fact. just heartbreaking for you know his family. His oh. parents are in their eighties; they've gone through you know all of every time. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You Someone don't know. who has the disease of addiction, you always have hope that this is going to be the time. And they went through that so many times yeah. with him. And, and he, he every, was sober. And he was. And he get everything together. And then the damn heart attack, which, you know, maybe his heart wasn't that great because of all the, you know, abuse and right. all of that kind of stuff. But just that he, you know, just it just feels very cut short. It does. It really does. But and and boy, was he! I mean, he just really. Now I want to listen to the book, and I don't even listen to. But it's it's an amazing story. Get it through the library. Libby, the app Libby is a library app. You need to have a library card. Yeah. But you can put yourself on wait list for and not pay all the money that you have to pay Amazon Audible. Mm -hmm. And so you get on the list, and there's no rush. Yeah. Um, for books, I just want to put that out there for people, yeah. and then you put it yourself on a list for the Audible versions. Yeah. But you can get all your magazines there mm-hmm. and read them. Mm-hmm. You can get it's really kind of nice. It's your online library app. Yeah, and you, right. um, Libby, Libby, it's a great app. Yeah, um, that was the nickname for my grandma. Yeah, Grandma Libby. Lib. Really, Lib. Grandma Lib. Lib. The other thing I will just say is yes. he wanted to be in love and have kids, oh, yeah. and he says I'm 52. You know when he brought the book. I'm single. Mm-hmm. I, I've wanted it. I mess up everything, but I'm grown up now. I feel like I could handle it because he was so insecure. His thing was his parents put him on barbiturates through the doctor because he wouldn't sleep well. But this is when he's like three months old. Oh, boy. so he never to the day he wrote the memoir could sleep at night. Oh, boy. Because he was addicted. Oh, his please. body was addicted at such an early age. Jeez. And when he drank, he felt funny. Yeah. So. It's a, right. it's a tragic story, but he's a lovely man. Yes. And he's a lovely man, and people adored him. Yeah. Well, I think his book, you know, um, gave a lot of people hope and inspiration for him writing as candidly as he did about addiction and being as passionate as he was, because he Open. does have a men's sober living yeah. place that he funds in Malibu. Mm-hmm. You know that it used to be out of his house. Yeah, I mean, he really, yeah. he really, yeah. because the big thing, you know, when and I'll just say this based on his his book and others mm-hmm. I've heard from, 
is you have to give back to yeah. keep the program working for you. And he he was lovely. His life was cut too short. Super sad. Uh, certainly was. All right, listen, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Well, for those of you who are watching football rom-com, I have to say that the Taylor Swift rom-com was on hiatus yesterday yes. because there was not a new episode this week. Taylor did not attend the Kansas City-Denver Broncos game. She is in tour mode. Mm-hmm. She's rehearsing because she's going to be going back out on tour in like three short weeks. And... um uh, uh, I guess the Denver Broncos, oh. after the loss, no, I mean, funny. after they won, mm-hmm. they played Shake It Off. <laughs> While the Broncos fans celebrated. That is just so and epic. The, the Broncos are not just a bad team. They're horrible. For, they're hor- they gave up 70 points to Miami earlier this year. Yeah. 70. And they just lost. So, them. again, you know, this is a good look for the Taylor Effect, Travis right? rom-com because she mm. wasn't there. Now, yes, I guess Patrick Mahomes had the flu, so he wasn't. Feeling the greatest, yet they played him anyway. Yeah. Well, of course. Um, yeah. We don't have a quarterback anymore because ours blew out his Achilles. Yeah, matching with my that other were, guy. Grant, Aaron my kids were more upset about Aaron Rodgers than they were about Matthew Perry. And <laughs> yeah. Grant was more upset about, about Matthew, Matthew Perry, Perry than he, Aaron yeah, Rodgers. Yeah, that so seems... That seems oh, my kids were blue. They're like, this is over. This is done. That's this what Casey horrible. said. It's over. Yep. Yeah. It, is. it is. I said, and I just posed the, you know, as a non-football fan... You know, or as a, f- a football Luddite, almost. <laughs> I said to him, you can't be serious that the whole team yeah. is built around that one guy. It, if you don't have a good quarterback. No, 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 no. I know you have to have a good quarterback, but that that's the only, you don't have a, like a, like a decent one in the, you don't have a decent one in the wings. We had to Google his name because we didn't even know what it was. I mean, I don't know. I just thought that was always it, that you have like a, you know, a mini power arm just waiting in case of an injury because it seems like they happen we have a young man from byu who could be that but most likely you never know listen see see, this is the cinderella side of the football that i like what if this kid is really great and makes kirk cousins look like a sad sack and he turns out to be the the dream linchpin of the team. How about that? I would love it. And I would too. We shall okay. see on Sunday. You guys are skeptical. Well, <laughs> football fans of Kansas City, some of them were mad because Travis Kelsey was at the World Series on Friday night mm-hmm. and they spotted him in a box and they too played Shake It Off at that that World Series and Travis was dancing to it. <laughs> They're and, mad that he has a life. Yeah. It should be focused on football. Good yeah. point, Julia. Right, Grant? I said, good point. He should have a life, though. Yeah, and Taylor is on a winning streak right now. I mean, cruel summer just reached number one again. I mean, like... She's, every, a, she's a billionaire. Everything is working for her. For, I think that these two are crazy about each other. Selena Gomez, her friend, wants her to slow down. I don't even believe that. I don't even believe that. Um, And the Swifties have signed off on Travis. If there was anything up with this guy, it would have been sniffed out by now. We'd be knowing about it. He's a good guy. Yeah, he is a good guy. And apparently, Travis's dad gave another interview where he said that he (laughs) likes that Taylor understands Travis's 
need for sleep. I guess Travis is, this is a new thing. You guys might know about this. Athletes now extol the virtues of sleeping 10, 11, 12, 13 hours a day for restoration mm-hmm. of their muscles and their energy. Do you know about this? Well, I think it'd be delightful yes. to sleep that long. Like, yeah. my God. Yeah, you're looking at me not I'm as looking, someone who's slept 10 or 11 or I, 12 hours, but apparently this is a new athlete thing mm-hmm. that some athletes extol like when they give interviews about huh. their regimen and what they're doing yeah. is that sleep is, you know, coming up as this big new thing that huh. used to be always like a given. But now they're like, yeah, you got to get like 10, 11, 12 hours. That's a lot of sleep. Sleep oh. after a game or within 24 hours anyway. So Travis's dad is like, Taylor understands, you know, that my son is an athlete and he needs his sleep. So, I mean... I just, I think things are are serious, Julia. I do too. She gets his sleep schedule. Oh, it's good. It's right there. God. Anyway, I so I believe that they are, because I think they've been dating since July. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she is going out on the road, so they're going to have, they're going to be able to miss each other. And, you know, when, I mean, that's always fun. That's always sweet and exciting in the yeah. beginning of a romance to be able to, you know, yes. miss each other. Yeah. Totally. It just adds to it. And plus, pri- she's got a private jet. So well, that, yeah. But I mean, even if she is in Brazil, they could, I don't know. I, he's got football. They're not going to be able to see each other. They're just going to have to wait till she has breaks. It's okay. Yeah. It's I mean, okay. unless football playoffs are coming up sometime no, soon. We I don't have think so. January. Yeah, you he's got, a got while. Uh, We've got two more months. Yeah. yeah. And Taylor or Travis played terrible too. Did he really? Yes. Well, only so the forty-six t- yards. Remember, he averages ninety-nine Nine yards when, she's, when there. she's there, and averages forty-five to forty-six. And I think he only got forty-six total yards yesterday. So she does more that. Taylor magic flexing. It's so <laughs> great, so great. All right, get ready this week and next week. Now I know Barbara Streisand's book is coming out. I think November seventh. I thought it was the ninth. The ninth. There's okay. something. Yeah. It's coming soon, but. It's interesting to me the number of stories, and it'll really heat up because the movie opens on Monday. And it's an interesting dilemma being a born and raised Elvis fan, you know, because my mom, teenager Elvis. Okay, so what movies release Monday? Priscilla Priscilla is Friday. Okay. And the stories that are coming out in credible and not so credible sources. So there's something here. Apparently, another reason why Lisa Marie and her mom weren't speaking is Lisa Marie was not happy about the Priscilla movie, not happy about the tone, the perspective, how it makes her dad look Look like like a creep. Yep, yep, yep. And this was legitimate concerns. Because I've read stuff. It doesn't make it. It's not about Elvis looking good. If you go and read Elvis and Me, which Priscilla wrote in 1986, you know, she and Elvis, I think, divorced in 74. And she writes, she lays it all out. So she laid it all out way, way long ago. And I mean, I guess you have to say what it is. He was 24 and she was 14. And so Lisa Marie probably feels protective about it. But here, 
another story that came out is that apparently Priscilla herself did not tell Lisa Marie that she was going to be a producer on this movie. And Lisa Marie found out about it. So do you see where this beef, where these two were having a problem? There you go. And we totally understand Lisa Marie wanting to protect Protect her dad. dad. But Priscilla also has the right to tell Tell her her story. story. But see how she's so sneaky about it? Yes. And then I guess the estate uh, released a statement, or not the estate, the estate... um, is kind of treating like some of the things that they're doing through sourcing to different publications. Like this is a salacious tell all because they think it's salacious that Sophia Coppola cast um, Jacob Elordi at six, five when Elvis himself was six feet and Priscilla is five, one and it makes him look looming and big over her. Also, Lisa Marie, when she saw the script, she's like, if it's your story, why does my dad have more lines? Mm. Why is there, you know, so anyway, you're, there's going to be a lot of uh, stories that are going to be maybe, I don't know where they're coming from, but the, the one official thing was this statement. Elvis did nothing, not within the nature of what Priscilla's parents were okay with. That's what, what does they, that even mean? Exactly. It's word salad to address the fact that he was 24 and he dated a 14-year-old with her parents' permission. And let I her. would like to just say her parents were starstruck. <laughs> yeah. Period. But like That's it, the only reason you let that happen, yeah, Lori. Yeah, Elvis did nothing not within the nature of what Priscilla's parents were okay with. Oh, did they know what was going on during the pillow fights? 